0: Welcome to the official podcast of Trout Porn Nation, your source for the best in fly fishing trout media from around the globe. Support for this podcast comes from 5280 Angler. 5280 Angler is your premier guide for walk and wade trips on the front range. They are passionate about service and wild about fish. For more info, go to 5280angler.com. Long live Nation.
1: So here we are in a cold conference room again at the Fly Fishing Show with uh, Spencer Higa and Courtney Boyce. How are you guys?
2: Hi guys. Good.
1: What, uh, what brings you guys to Denver besides the obvious? Anything else? Uh we Come heard heard watch it, them Broncos in the
3: playoffs? We, we heard, yeah. We heard it was uh-huh. really cold and we liked the cold.
2: And we love driving on super icy roads, so, like, when you can't see, driving for 12 hours is awesome. It's like a favorite thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, lane recognition is great. (laughs) Knowing
2: that you could die, like, at any time is fun.
1: Yeah. I was driving down a road this morning. I'm, like, in the right lane. I'm, like, I just hope there's no islands. I hope there's no (laughs) no curbs just sticking out there that I don't know about. Oh. We made it, though. We made it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, you guys made it, which brings me to what, uh, let's just get right into it. What brands are you guys here with? I mean, obviously, uh, I'm with, unless with, you're under a rock, you guys should know. <laughs> but in case you're under a rock and you've found a podcast by us, by some chance, here's what these guys do. I'm with Tacky Fly Fishing. Nice. And I, Courtney, am with Blue Halo Fly Rods. There you go. So let's get uh let's get right into tacky fly fish you guys have just the five things right yeah
3: we've got five products right now four boxes and a tube and a tube yep okay so we got the tube the day pack the original big bug box and then the dry fly box okay
2: the dry fly box is
3: new
1: yeah that's pretty that's the newest yep the dry fly box is the newest box so. so I'm gonna have to look into that because I use the day pack as my dry fly box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can use any of the boxes for dry flies. That's, the big bug box is great for big dries. Anything.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know, and there's there's absolutely no. I mean, you guys know, I mean, preaching the choir, but there's no slippage. You don't lose flies. Yeah, that's the nice thing. You're not opening your
3: fly box and having flies fall out or the wind blowing them out. So, yeah, you know, guiding is the worst. When you open your, your fly box, and you lose a bunch of flies, especially the ones that are working. Oh,
1: So, yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah, I think one of the things I, I remember when Tacky came out with the first one, I was, you know, you see the clear lid and obviously you're like, oh, holy shit, that's going to break in two weeks flat yeah <laughs> they don't I so, mean they barely yeah. even scratch so we got a, we got got a lot break. of people asking that so what we
3: did we finally went out and ran over one with a car and it didn't break nice so that just shows how strong they are they do scratch a little bit because yeah. the plastic that we use um, if we were to use a plastic that didn't scratch it was actually it, sh- it w- wasn't shatterproof so you could yeah. drop it and it would actually break Oh, okay. So the the plastic we decided to use does scratch a little bit, but it won't it won't shatter.
2: But who cares, right? Yeah, I mean,
3: you can still see what flies are in there. It doesn't really matter. Yeah,
1: I mean, as long as it's holding your flies in, yeah. That's the main goal. So Courtney, Blue Halo. Yeah. Super bendy. (laughs) Blue Halo is going
2: off the chain right now. (laughs) Things are crazy over there. I like barely have one second to myself. And that, I try to sleep during that second. <laughs>
3: but Get
1: one one eye to close. It is, dude, it is seriously so You won't even hang out with
3: me anymore. He's so busy.
2: I don't hang out with Spencer. I probably wouldn't anyways if I did have time. But <laughs> um, <laughs> we you know, we've just got like a lot of new products in the lineup. We've got, you know, a four weight and a six weight that we're going to introduce in a couple weeks. We have a new color. We have a new rod. A full new rod design. We have... Um, some outerwear that we're going to introduce that will change the world. Mm-hmm. Like, literally will change the world. That yeah. is good. Um, so we're really excited and just so busy. We don't even... It's just crazy.
1: Nice. So where do your where's your lowest... What's your weight range on the rods right so now? So
2: right now we start like a with two? a three. three. We've got a three weight, a five weight, and a seven weight. And... So we'll have three three weight through seven weight here in the spring. And we're gonna make a couple different changes to the rods just to make them a little better, improve them. We always are trying to make things better. So we're gonna make all of our rods four-piece rods um, to make them a little bit more packable. And uh, you know, that's just kind of seems like what more people like. Class, I think. Um, typically cast a little better when it's a three-piece three, pi- three piece just because um, you lose a little bit making them four-piece. But we've been working with our tapers so much to make them work with a four-piece and and utilizing the best glass available. So our the weights of the rods will actually be about the same and even lighter than what we've got right now. And they'll be four-piece. So those are the our big concerns going with four-piece because glass is already pretty... You know it's heavier than carbon, so it's a little different. But but yeah,
1: so it'll be it'll be awesome. Nice, yeah. I think um, I think just about every rod I have is like a four piece. I got one old SLT yeah. uh, zero weight. It's a it's a three piece. Oh uh, yeah. But I mean that's like it. Everything else is. I mean it, I think four piece is kind of a no brainer anymore. Yeah, it's just the standard, and it's mm-hmm. hard to find two piece rods now.
2: Yes. Yeah. With Fiberglass is usually shorter, though, so, like, if you standard five-weight, is typically, like, a nine-footer, but fiberglass a standard five-weight is eight-foot, so they're shorter, and that's a lot of times when people just do a three-piece, but we like the idea of being able to pack, you know, throw it in a pack and go pack into some high alpine lakes or, you know, travel with them or whatever, just throw them in, in your travel stuff. It makes it a little bit easier to just kind of do... You know, it, it'll be more doable for more people to get yeah. more places. So. Yeah, and three to
1: seven is a really good trout range. Yeah, are you guys looking at doing anything in the, like the salt?
2: We are. Yeah, we have. That. We've been working on the salt stuff for quite a while. We put that on a bat on the back burner for a time, and to work on another project that we've been working on for several years now. That we're about ready to release, and we're really excited about this rod. It'll be, it's definitely different than anything that's available right now, and it's a total game changer, dude. It's
1: sweet. Nice. I can't say much. Nah, hey, I don't (laughs) want to say much. Just like the new color, that black is so black that it's super black. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, that's cool, man. I mean, and, and the, the whole fiberglass, I think the whole, I mean, you know it obviously 10 times better than anybody else, but the whole fiberglass market, I mean, there's a couple monster companies that you're already going up against. Oh, that, yeah,
2: say. yeah. We, a lot of people don't know, but we were, you know, one of the original fiberglass makers. We've been doing it for over five years now, and and we've just kind of built our company slowly and and organically and tried to keep you know our tapers on point just because we fish and we want them the way we want them and we think a lot of other people will like them that way as well so for us we we've been in it before most anyone and uh we've originated a lot of the colors that are out right now and um you know people follow suit but i think it's it's nice it's kind of flattering to us because we know that you know if people are copying our colors or whatever it you know that we're doing it right and and we'd rather be ahead of the game than behind and and there's you know a lot of companies see value in fiberglass so they're they're popping up everywhere in a lot of the bigger markets and stuff but we're we're not real concerned about what other people are doing we're we're more into what we got going on and what we like and and uh and so we just kind of try to keep our head up and keep moving forward
1: nice yeah and i I mean that's the biggest thing i think in fly fishing is you see a lot of like you see a lot of the original companies and the original even when you get into fly tying a lot of that stuff and it just it goes wild i mean i think there was even like a there was like a tacky kind of imposter out there for a couple months back yeah actually last not an th- imposter but i mean is, somebody a was a blatant, blatant yeah. and
3: i found out about it last year here at the show actually i had okay. a bunch of friends come up and show me the box yep. and yeah so it was a a, a a company in the uk that that brought it to um market i guess yeah so but you know we like courtney we just I you mean. Know, we we heard about it for a couple of months and then and we just didn't hear about it again. Yeah, from from those and we we haven't seen many of them around anymore. So yeah, we're not too worried.
1: Yeah, well, I think you know when you make a good product and you're obviously putting all the work into it, it's you can tell who yeah. kind of falls off on the other side of it yeah. and who's really going to excel on their end of it. Yeah, so. yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, uh,
3: we we knew someone was going to come up and try to, to copy us and you know it was only a matter of time, but
1: like I said, it hasn't really affected anything. Nah, well that's good then. Yeah. So, any uh I noticed the tacky tubes kind of small. Uh-huh. Which I mean it's yeah. it's just meant for Quick act, you know, just like a, you guys say, quick access just a dry, dry fly flies patch.
3: off. Yeah, basically a dry our, our version of a dry fly patch. So it's okay. not meant to right. Hold it's not a, a storage solution. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although people use it that way, you know, if you're going out for a couple of hours, you can throw a dozen flies in there, no problem. Yeah. And, and uh, just throw that thing in your pocket or hang it from a lanyard and right. Head out for a couple of hours. I love it. It's one so. of my
2: favorite things that they that they have. I use it for I use it a lot for drying just bugs out. Yeah. But I've even, like, doubled up two tacky tubes and taped <laughs> them together mm-hmm. to make, like, a streamer holder, dryer thingy. It actually you know? works pretty well. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's awesome. It's seriously, no, it's my one of my favorite things. Bugs stay in there. They don't fall out. You can just drop them in there if you want or tack them in there, and they're freaking awesome. They're, it's, it's brilliant.
3: So, and yeah, so it's small. I think, you know, in the future we may look at making a bigger one. Kind of like what Courtney's done. And that was kind of a
1: lot along the lines of what I was thinking. Is kind yeah. of like, you know like a like a hard sushi roll almost.
3: Well, we we got pictures from uh, a lot of people that they, I mean, they were putting streamers in the tacky tube and then you got stuff hanging on the, out the front, <laughs> out the back, but it was working well. Yeah. So um, I think that's something we'll look into a little bit later. We do have a streamer box that we're. Uh, we're almost ready to release, so... Um, nice. It'll be it'll be nice. We have a lot of people asking about the streamer box. A lot. We get so many emails and messages on social media about uh, a streamer box. So, I think we'll finally we'll finally do it. Nice.
1: Yeah. And people are picky about their streamer boxes. Yeah, man. they are. I mean, it's like, it has to do this, it has to do this. Yep. And if it doesn't, it's just throw it in the
3: trash. Exactly. Yeah. And over the years, we've heard so many... So many anglers feedback what they like, what they don't like, and so I think we've kind of got a good, a good idea of what what they want.
1: Nice. Well, there you go. Don't even think about doing like a big uh, sushi roll. That's hard, people. We just, just copyright, <laughs> yeah, <not> copyrighted <laughs> in here, intellectual property, all that <laughs> that's here, right, that's here <laughs> right, here in the podcast. So don't even think about it. So you got to watch out nice. for that stuff, people. Hey, like, you're on it. You're you on my it. My 800 like. listeners are going to be like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to do that. No, can't do it. So, let's get into it. You guys have been busier than hell with a couple movies. The latest, which is is The Hidden, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, and that was... uh, Was that in Iceland? That was Iceland. Okay. And Arctic Unicorns was... Alaska. Okay. So, let's talk about The Hidden. Yeah. That was probably... I mean, it was, hands
3: down, the best trip I've ever been on. We got together and... We we're trying to figure out bucket list places where we wanted to go and actually i think it was courtney's idea to to go to iceland so um what yeah one of the, the most beautiful places i've ever been
2: that place is seriously crazy because it was <laughs> it was sort of on everyone's list to go to yeah. but we made it happen you know and fish partner helped a lot to get us there and they hosted us and stuff but we were there for two weeks, and so we had just so much footage that it boggled our minds. And to make a 13-minute edit out of like terabytes of information is a really big challenge. So Phil, Phil nailed it with that. But yeah, we we get to see the premiere tonight, the world premiere tonight here in Denver, and we're stoked to see. It's gonna be awesome. The reaction on people's faces. It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be incredible. So.
1: Yeah, I've only seen just a little bit and pictures here and there. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous. Absolutely yeah, I mean, there are waterfalls everywhere. I mean, we were
3: driving. How many waterfalls did we count? Like, like hundreds? over a
2: hundred in yeah. like
3: less than an hour. It was crazy. Just from the road. They're just everywhere. Jeez. <laughs> so, and then That's the coolest beautiful. part, the coolest part of, i well, for me anyway, was uh, we got to float a river that had never been fished, never been floated before. Oh, really? And so, we put in, we floated a couple miles and... Uh, Caught fish that had never been caught before, and saw some stuff that was just really cool.
2: Yeah, Iceland is primarily private, so to fish a river, you know, you have to you have to schedule it with these people, and the beats sometimes are only, you know, a hundred yards long, and it costs a whole bunch of money to fish a hundred yards with one rod with one person. Right. And so, and they're usually booked. It's hard to to get. There, like sometimes they're booked a couple of years out. Yeah, um, but we, yeah, that was, I think, the highlight of the trip is we know that this place because it's private and and it's so remote that we know that it hasn't been fished because the landowner who's owned the land and it's been passed down from generation to generation is says yeah i think there's fish in there no one's ever been there because oh, yeah. it's down some steep ravine and you can't access it like accesses you can get hard. in but you can't get out and so we once we went in we were committed to just float that section and and it was gnarly our first yeah. assessment was like nope dude it's too dangerous we can't well we didn't have life jackets we can't so float it we didn't have life jackets and so we we're
3: seeing all these not big waterfalls, but like lots of rapids and trying to figure out if we can portage around. Yeah. And so we, we ended up just going for it and it was a really
2: good decision. We droned, <laughs> we drone, we got drone footage of every square inch of the whole thing. We walked it and droned it and we're like, no, dude, we can't do it because there's solid walls. Like you can't just pull over and be like, okay, that's yeah, hard, let's yeah. get out. No, right. you just go, dude. It's and just
1: sheer glue.
2: Yeah. yeah. And we knew they were fish because we were looking down and we could see some monster shadows. And I don't know how they got there because there's a waterfall below them and there's a waterfall above them and there's just no They're way. They've just, they just there. been there for forever and ever and ever. And they've never seen human beings before. So it's pretty awesome. And that's kind of the the, um,
3: the title of the film, The Hidden, because it's kind of a hidden river. Right. You can't see it from anywhere until you're right up on it. I mean, yeah. we're fishing this like moonscape that... I mean, it's like yeah, it's like we're on the moon. It was crazy. There's no trees. It's just all these jagged rocks, and then you get over to it, and then it's just a sheer drop into the river, crystal clear river. Nice. So
1: uh, sweet. It was it was it was a lot of fun. So you say that was two weeks of filming. Yep. So what's a what's a film crew look like? Well, so Courtney's on...
3: kind of our main film guy. He's he's got the best eye, I think, out of all of us. But uh, everyone's kind of carrying cameras. Uh, we got GoPros. Uh, we got we got we got um, audio, so, you know guys doing audio. So Everyone's kind of just pitching in doing everything, and not not one person has just like one specific uh, uh, responsibility. We just kind of all pitch in, but I think it, we work pretty good as a team. I mean, or
2: I think we're unique to almost anyone that I know of that does films. I think we're the I don't even know maybe the only people that actually do our all of our own fishing all of our own filming and all of our own editing yeah Uh, it's just us four and we don't have the best stuff like our cameras are decent but we don't and we have a tiny budget and we just make it work and try to make it fun and try to you know just do what we'd normally do if we were out there and it's Turns out. Yeah, I was going to say, you yeah. guys
1: run as a pretty tight group.
3: I mean, it's you. Derek Olthias, Phil Tuttle. Phil right. Tuttle's our editor. He's right. an amazing editor. I mean, we can get as much footage as we can, and he can put it together and just make it look yeah, very professional. and I, I mean, he's, he's one of the best. And then Derek Olthias, you know, he's a great photographer, um, gets some really good images for us. So, um, yeah. yeah, we it just was, have a good team. We have a good team. Awesome. Yeah. We're and we all get along, which is weird. That's, a, that's the best part. That, I mean, that probably saves a trip. Yeah. You know?
2: Sometimes we have our differences, but we, uh,
1: you know. Yeah, no, we involved. have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, and then Arctic Unicorn, was that last year's film? That was. Or is that kind of mid, that was kind of a mid-season thing, was wasn't it? That was 2015.
3: Uh, no, that was last year, 2016. 16, that's what, yeah, yeah. 2016, yeah. So, so I actually didn't go on that trip. I had okay. I had a bail on that in the last minute. These guys yeah. were pretty mad at me, but yeah. I had to work, we so were. I was pretty bummed myself. You we were. Sometimes you have to work. I guess I could have quit my job. I, that's probably what I, I should have done. That's what I told you to
1: do. Take a be. long, just take a I long lunch. Quit. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be all right. I'll be back in a Ten little days. bit. I'll be back in three weeks. <laughs> a little, a little I was tempted,
3: time. I really was, that... When they were we were planning the trip, it just looked amazing. So yeah, when I had to bow a out, it was one of the saddest days of my definitely life. Definitely
2: a different trip, though. It was all, all DIY. Like, we did everything ourselves, all the meals, all the everything, all the, you know, going to our spots. We didn't have any guides, and we just were dropped off in the middle of nowhere. So it's exciting that way, kind of, uh, you know, almost pioneering some of the the places that are just so far away, up in the Arctic, um, but those fish were amazing, and and I think people really grew attached to them when they saw the film because it they won Film of the Year that we just announced like a week or so ago, yeah, and so, so that. that was that was a huge honor for us because we're just a bunch a bunch of hacks, you know. <laughs> we just we like to go try to go fishing in cool places and try to document it, and so yeah.
3: I think it'd be funny for people to watch what we do because, oh, like, hey, let's try this, and it doesn't work. And we're like, okay, let's try it this way, and yeah. it doesn't work. Oh, oh well, yeah, like learn. a little behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We could we, pr- we could probably put together a blooper reel, and it would be
2: hilarious. We have one of Arctic Unicorns. Oh, that's right. The, um, <laughs> the thing that I think a lot of people don't, well, they don't see because we don't show it, is we go on these trips for a couple weeks, and, like, there will, like, in Iceland, we fished for... Fourteen solid days. It doesn't really get dark, so we fished sixteen hours a day, hard, yeah. hard, hard. And we went maybe nine of those days. We didn't even catch a fish, no, even one fish. Yeah, we're just casting, 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 hard, hardcore, trying to learn, trying to switch stuff up, and even with guides, and we still just didn't catch fish. Cause, yeah, I mean, it's just
3: time, you know, time of year and where the fish are. I think one of the rivers we fished. It rained a couple of days before water came up and fishing was tough and then the last day it came down and, and we caught a few which which was which was nice but yeah i mean we fish hard and there's days we. i mean that's why they're for two weeks so we get enough footage yeah
1: because there are days you're not going to catch anything yeah. yeah so was there any change in tactics going from you know you guys are out of utah to iceland and you know i mean targeting yeah. brown trout but i mean do you guys change your tactics that drastically i should say <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> yeah dude we well we
2: you know we were like, oh man these fish have never seen mice before they never you know people there fish very traditional bugs and so we're like, what if they saw a big huge streamer that looked like you know a char like what they eat their primary food source so we were tied up all these big bugs and all this other stuff and we they don't eat anything and they don't <laughs> see many people and we End up a lot of times just fishing little tiny midges, you know. It's just yeah. I opened my I opened up my fly
3: box, and Christian, our guide, came over and pointed at a size fourteen pheasant tail, I'm like, and that's what I caught my first two big browns on. It was really? a size fourteen pheasant tail, and I had several straight in my hook because I didn't I wasn't prepared to catch huge fish on yeah. little <laughs> trout flies. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they fish the traditional streamers like. Uh, um, black ghost, gray ghost, yeah. um, stuff like that. But the majority of our fish, I think, were on on nymphs. Yeah, kind of few on streamers, but yeah, um, strip strip nymphs was was kind of the,
1: the most productive. Okay, so it wasn't like a hey, you know, we're gonna. I think that's a common misconception. Everybody goes and hey, here's a new river. It's got brown trout. They're throwing. I mean, my obviously, I'm gonna say throw mice. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it's it's, you know it's it's fun. Yeah, we were thinking it's stupid. We're thinking okay, they're brown trout. Film it would be awesome. They're brown trout
3: streamers, but and we would cut few on streamers. Everything was just on little nips. In fact, there was uh, one of the waterfalls we fished. We were trying to get an an underwater eat, and I'm throwing a streamer under this waterfall because one of our guides caught a big fish there a couple days before. So Phil's got the GoPro under, and I'm fishing, fishing, fishing hard, and nothing. We don't catch anything. So we get. We actually in the airport. Yeah, we're in the airport coming home, and we're going through footage because we have a big layover, a long layover. And we put the GoPro footage in, and there were probably twenty fish, just feet from where the GoPro was, feeding on little midges and nymphs, and just eating, huh? Yeah, and we're throwing streamers, and they're not touching the streamer. And if we would have seen that footage before, we could have tied on these little nymphs and probably caught a few more fish. Yeah, I mean they were like.
2: On average, probably like twenty-four inch fish yeah. in there, and then Jeez.
3: it made us sick. Up. It really made us sick when we got back because we were like, it we should have watched this a
2: lot earlier. It was a, lo- a good learning experience, <laughs> but yeah, we yeah we missed out on that opportunity.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that you don't, you know, you just don't know going into a yeah. fresh, brand new water, or yeah, something yeah. that you know you're trying to figure out. Yeah, Pretty but. So Arctic unicorns. In case everybody, like I said, in case you're under a rock, is all things char. Correct? Yeah, we love char. So Arctic char,
2: Dolly Varden, You run Dolly Varden, brook trout, and we love. You know, the year before we did some bull trout, and that sort of like set off our char obsession. You know, to (laughs) kind of continue that. So. Yeah, some char are awesome, and there. there's a lot of them all over the world. And uh, But we wanted to try to specifically target, like, those big, crazy, colored-up, you know, sea-run Dolly Varden yeah. and the Arctic char. And so we tried to time it right so we could get both of them. And our Arctic char were—they weren't as colored up as we were hoping, but they were still so beautiful, and they pulled harder than any— you know, everyone says that about every fish, but right. they pull, pull harder than any fish that I've ever caught. I mean, they just, like, it feels like, an 18-inch fish feels like you've got a 30-incher on. Like, it
1: just screams and screams and <laughs> screams and never nice. stops. It's unreal. Yeah, the color, just the colors on, you know, char char in general, just off the charts. from, from yeah. back to belly. It's just totally. so yeah. many different shades of everything. Yeah. I, what, think, uh, I think
3: everyone likes brook trout just for that. I mean, it's just beautiful. I mean, so many colors in them. And, and you can catch them pretty much.
1: Well, brook trout anyway. You're, they're everywhere. Yeah, all over. Yeah, you can get brook trout just about anywhere, I yeah. think. I don't know how far south they go. Probably just right into New Mexico because I've got them down into New Mexico. But, I mean, you got to be up above yeah. 9,000, 10,000 feet to find them down there. And still you're only getting the little guys. The little guys. Yeah. Which are fun. <laughs> right? exactly. but there ain't nothing yeah. wrong with little yeah. ones, man. Yeah. <laughs>
3: They're still real pretty. Actually, I take my three weight blue halo rod up in the mountains in Utah and I catch, you know, ten to twelve inch brook trout. And it's I mean I I have
2: more fun doing that than anything. Yeah, that's the funnest rod for that kind of stuff. That small stream stuff. It's yeah. just still puts a bend in your rod and it's just
1: a joy to cast. Fun, fun. Nice, and that premieres tonight. The hidden tonight. The hidden is tonight. We
3: actually caught some char in Iceland. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say. I was actually, gonna ask about that. Pulled, there's, like he said about it, the ones in Alaska. Uh, it was. I caught my first char in Iceland, Arctic char, and it seriously pulled harder than anything I've ever caught. Yeah. It they, was crazy.
2: They, yeah,
3: they're dang cool fish. But they're, they're beautiful, and they're. Uh, I love them. Yeah. But yeah, that premieres tonight. I think it's 6.30.
2: Yep. And then there, you know, it goes all over the world. So if you're close, you can just hop on to the International Fly Fishing Film Festival website, IF4. And you can see, like, local showings and stuff. A lot of times, your local listing, you'll have to check every, you know, on occasion just because... It doesn't show every listing right now because they're yeah. not scheduled. Yeah, they add stuff all the so time. So they add them, um, but yeah, there's, it's likely that there's going to be a showing like pretty close to wherever you are, you know? And if
3: not, you can contact your fly shop, your nearest fly shop, and see if they can put it on because yeah. there's a lot of fly shops that will do that. They'll, yeah. they'll get the license and then uh, show it in their shop. Yep. So Anyone can
2: host one. Yep. So you just have to contact, contact them. them and
1: get the details, but yeah. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah, so get here tonight if you want to watch that one. It ought to be good. You gonna go back-to-back winners? Of course. Any thoughts?
3: Well, yeah, sure. we saw this lineup this year. It's there's a lot of good films. Yeah, but we we got a pretty good one
2: every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah it seems yeah. like everyone's really stepping it up. So, <laughs> especially with our little budget, it's it makes it harder. But um, but yeah, there's just there's so many good people out there. It's. It's awesome. It's it's an honor to be just a part of, of the film tour and to even have a film that's accepted by the submission committee cuz it's tough, you know, a lot of people submit and they don't accept
1: everyone. It's definitely yeah. a selection. I mean, you can so. I mean like a good spot to go look cuz you can go on Vimeo and you can watch 9 yeah. million videos. And some of those you won't even I mean you'll, you'll never see except for on Vimeo and they're really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah totally. So, I mean, that says a lot just to get a film in there. Totally. Which is awesome. Well, let's say, uh, how were the bugs in Iceland? Oh, What, what time man. of the year did you guys go? We went in June. We went
3: from, like, the 1st to the 14th in June. The bugs were pretty
2: bad, actually. When, he, when the temps <laughs> got up to, like, 40 and above or something. Oh, dude, it was...
3: I've got this shot of Courtney taking some photos on a lake, and there's a million bugs just around his head, getting in his ear, and his under his sunglasses, oh, under man. his buff.
2: They're the noceums They're, They're uh, every beautiful place on the planet that has like the best fishing ever has those stupid little noceums, <laughs> and they leave a mark too. Those oh, little yeah. tiny guys. Oh my! Phil actually got one in his ear, and it was
3: in there for I think a day. Yeah. Oh, you geez. could feel it crawling around in there. Yeah, it, it ended up crawling out, but it was in his ear for a day. Oh my god! That's, yeah, like she- a, that's
1: a nightmare to, get to even think about having a bug in your ear, just <laughs> moving around, and you're yeah. like, oh my god! The
2: water already is so cold over there, but you're just wishing like, I wish it was like thirty degrees right now because yeah. there would be no bugs.
3: That was the only; those were the only things that, only bugs that were kind of annoying we only
2: got them a couple of days yeah it wasn't like, too bad out of the whole trip because it's pretty cold you know like yeah the temperature
3: the weather was pretty strange in Iceland it was one day we we're fishing in t-shirts and the next day we got our, our big yeah. coats on and yeah so you t- it we had to just wherever we went we had to take a bunch of clothes with us or a bunch of you know jackets because we had no idea what was going to happen it rained a couple of days on us but that's Iceland, I
1: guess. Yeah. I yeah, say so that sounds a lot that's like right. Colorado. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. Like, go, go like, Wednesday to Wednesday here. You're four below, and then next Wednesday, we're going to be, like, 62. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just... That's true. That's <laughs> funny. That's just dumb. <laughs> so, okay, so you guys you guys talked about, um, you know, like you said, you're a small knit group, and there's, you know, four of you guys, and you're pretty much everywhere, so... <laughs> what, um, without giving away too much... Because I don't want to get into specifics on the hidden. What was um, what was your? I don't want to say biggest trout because I don't want to give it away. But what was your? oh go, What was your best memory out of that whole trip?
2: Oh yeah, nice.
1: Because I don't want to get into hey the, you know we go well, you know Spencer caught this big the yeah, biggest I mean, fish of the catch, trip and, catching the big and fish was really that. cool.
3: But I I think I had the most yeah. fun floating that river that we that had never been floated or fished. 'Cause I don't float a lot. I don't do a lot of a lot of floating. So I'm not very experienced. These guys are pretty experienced oarsmen, so um, but it was just really cool, like just floating down this river and just the scenery, the yeah. waterfalls were going by, and then we pull off and fish and catch a couple of nice fish, get back in the boats, float a a little bit a little bit more and catch more fish and just the scenery alone, was, was awesome. it was really? just a lot of fun. To not see people ever was huge. Uh, we didn't see any, anybody fishing with us when we were there. But
2: My favorite memory was one that I don't believe has ever is in existence, was uh, when we were in the lake and we tripled up on three mm-hmm. brown trout mm-hmm. over 30 inches and we have a photo and some video of that that is crazy I mean like you know like catching a 30 inch brown trout is hard enough crazy awesome (laughs) but when you have three and the pictures of just us holding three massive brown trout up in one picture is like (laughs) just give me a break dude that's That's crazy that was pretty cool
1: (laughs) yeah because I mean like you're saying a 30 inch brown is hard enough a 30 inch brown and a double with anything else is probably harder than hard but then to have three over thirty, is uh, yes. pretty Bongers. amazing for sure. It <laughs> is bonkers. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, I'm hoping you guys. Uh, I'm hoping the film does really well. I don't we know if I'll it. be here to watch it tonight, <laughs> but uh, maybe.
3: You guys have a few showings though. I think.
1: Yeah, I think there's there's. Already, I've seen one other one scheduled, and yeah. then there's this one, yeah. so it it'll be around. I'll catch it somewhere okay. for sure. Yeah,
3: good. Yeah, go see it
1: um so one more thing before we wrap this up we could play this it's not really a game but we have one segment where you guys pick three people you could fish with historical figures anybody you want oh my gosh this is be yeah it's pretty word. rough man it, 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 <laughs> it kind of goes everywhere John kind of went John went with his family family last night and I think yeah. I went with like Abraham Lincoln Richard Pryor and uh Ted Williams were my three picks, huh. but it's kind of fu- it's it's kind of fun to see where people go on this one. Yeah.
3: Oh, let's see. Yeah, no, so, not to put you on the spot. No. So when, <laughs> when we were in Iceland. We, we we were listening to the radio, and Eric Clapton was on there. Okay. And he ended up last year catching one of the biggest Atlantic salmon.
1: I saw that. That thing. Was that huge. There, so,
3: I'd like to fish with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because he goes there a lot, and he catches really nice fish. So
1: I think Eric Clapton would be one of mine. Yeah, he's got some big fish mojo for sure after that one.
2: (laughs) Two more, huh? That's a good question.
1: Because
2: for me, like, I I don't really get super starstruck with people. Like, I mostly want to fish with people that are fun and that have, like, positive attitudes and that, you know, that you can have a fun time with. And so I... I, uh. Shoot. <laughs> I
3: don't even know. That's a tough one. Yeah, there's so many people, but.
2: Um. I like the people that I fish with right now. Like, there's seriously no other people that I would rather fish with than all my boys. Oh, you're just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> we gotta keep the team together. <laughs> and
2: that's more than three, so.
3: Uh, So I got two more. Let's see. Yours was easy. That was was kind of a cop-out. I'll keep
2: thinking while you're doing (laughs) yours, too. Um,
3: Oh, who's that? Who's that guy that fly fishes? The Fonzie. The Fonz. Oh, okay. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler, yeah. He's a big fly fish. I think it'd be fun to fish with him. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. Make a phone call, Court. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. And I think the last one, I'll have to go with my dad on the last one. Yeah. Because he's the one that kind of got me into fishing. And so I was like fishing with him. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you guys been fishing? So I've been fishing my whole life. Fly fishing I started when I was about 10. So, um, but yeah, long time.
2: I haven't fished a long time, relatively. I I did a lot of other stuff, you know, snowboarding, and I used to do a lot of kayaking. So I was, whenever I was in the water, I was, ra- you know, I'd rather be in a kayak than fishing. Right. Um, but I kind of always fished growing up and loved just traditional fishing, and I started fly fishing, and I didn't, you know, just kind of on my own. I didn't really know anyone that did it. Uh... I don't know, maybe like 13 or 14 years ago or something. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. well, that's that's a good time, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I think anything over a week is acceptable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. I've been at it a week. I know. I'm a streamer guy. <laughs> I wish I I
2: wish that I had fished more. I like I wish that people would have been like Hey, listen, kayaking's cool, but like for <laughs> real, come—you have to come right now. Yeah,
1: you, kayak people are nuts, man. You guys do shit that I wouldn't even want to think about scary. doing.
2: It is, yeah. You know,
1: Waters. oh hey, I'm gonna go off this waterfall, and <laughs> yeah. I'll be—I'll pop up like a bobber here in five seconds. Yep. Don't worry about me. <laughs> nope, pass. I'm good. I won't do that. yeah. I'll watch you. It's—it's it's so much fun, but yeah, you can die.
2: I have a family now I can't do that
1: Start rethinking the risks Fly fishing is a lot safer It is Yeah Yeah Yeah, unless you're in the jungle And all that jazz You guys ever do anything down in South America? No, we've found that a lot of
3: A lot of people like trout So I think for the most part We kind of stick to trout
2: Yeah, Yeah. we've kind of stuck with that theme to
3: we, I mean, we may do something in the future, like yeah. musky or something. We definitely something. want
2: to, but we always kind of end up going back to our trout because we love them. Yeah. But new stuff—we're always talking about new places to go and and new species to catch. So we'll see. So what you the never know. Brings.
1: Yeah. No, that's good, man. I was gonna say because there's a there's a, the other the other f- infamous Utah crew that does the. Does the everywhere in the world really fishing stuff? The geobass guys. Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. I didn't Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having. It was take awesome. too many of your sales away from you, uh, but we had a full crew anyway. I think yeah, you'll be all right. We're covered. Get we're all good. that stuff sold. <laughs> yeah It's what Courtney said. He said, "Sell all the rods by the time I get back, <laughs> or I will restaff." <laughs> so. Thanks for sitting in. Thanks for talking, man. I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, man. Hey, go watch the movies, people. Arctic Unicorns and The Hidden, which will be out tonight.
0: Continue to follow us on social media. You'll find us on Facebook under Trout Porn. Join the ranks to get your state noticed by searching Trout Porn World Leaderboard. I'll make you famous. <laughs> Find us on Instagram at Trout Porn Nation. Our Twitter handle is Trout Porn. Trout Porn podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Don't forget to visit our sponsor, 5280 Angler, at 5280angler.com.
1: May the force be with you.
0: Fat, drunk,
1: and stupid is no way to go through life. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs>